We've been told this story that if you check all the boxes, if you do all these great things, then you will be happy. But why do so many of us still feel unfulfilled? Welcome to Wealth and Liberty, where we give you the education, tools, and solutions to go from feeling unrewarded to becoming autonomous with three simple concepts to guide us. Identity, self-development, and financial control. But I, I do have a question for you, Jared, and I think this is really crucial for service members who are active duty right now and for the spouses that are listening in. How did you know, because you are still in active duty, like how did you know that you needed to start taking control of your transition? What sparked in you? You were like, I need to take control now. Thanks, Jen. That is the most important question. Most of the time when I start talking about myself, I'll say I got lucky, extremely lucky. And yeah, I realize that people have to position themselves to find that luck and all that approach to the matter. But the fact of the matter is, I was in a position at an assignment as a young 04 and assigned as the transition assistance officer for the U.S. Navy at the time. And each command was supposed to have a transition assistance officer that's helping officers, both mid-grade that are transitioning out with no benefits post-active duty, as well as those that are retiring out of the service with full benefits um, off of active duty. And I did that for three years. I saw four officers, what they call fail to select in the service, which is a phrase I despise, by the way. Uh, I just hate that we label people as fail to selects because they don't, quote, promote on time to the next rank. That's a whole nother tangent I'm going to be fighting for the next two years. Um, but I saw four officers transition off of active duty because they failed to select. And then I had five other senior officers, both 05s and 06s, all retire out of that uh, command while I was there. So that was nine different officers that I I saw both ends of the spectrum wow. happen to, and none of them were ready. All I was looking at it from was with regards to the bureaucratic steps that they had to take to check the blocks and meet the wickets in order to actually get out from underneath the DOD umbrella of wearing the rank. There's many, many, many more aspects to it, as both of you are well aware. Mm -hmm. And I didn't come out of that experience thinking, oh, my transition is coming soon. I didn't get smacked upside the head hard enough to realize that at the time. My moment, my, oh man, I'm getting out of the service sometime soon, was the day that I was notified I was selected for promotion to commander, 05 rank and the uh, 05 pay grade in the military. It was that day where I realized everybody gets out of the service someday. Mm. Why am I not more ready? Right. Or yeah. what if, what if I hadn't promoted to 05 from 04 and then two years from now, when they're looking at continuation boards, they decide, you know, not to keep me. And I didn't know enough about it at the time. I don't think that's the case, but that was the day when I realized I need to do something different because just trying to check the blocks and promote to the next rank is not the right decision for me and my family. Wow. So that answers the question. It was when I was selected for promotion to 05. It was what I feel was an early select. I shouldn't have been in competition at that time to try to promote to 05. It just so happened the numbers they needed pulled me into the group and I got picked up by surprise. So, you know, a number of different lucky events, I guess, 
or what led me to that path. And the first thing I thought about was my financial situation on the day I realized. And I took a 30 day, another 30 day challenge on a 30 day challenge to get your finances in order, right? From a military experience perspective, it's somebody that was, that has retired before us had gone and created a 30 day, Hey, look at this from your financial front mm-hmm. and then, uh, see what you can do. And then a few months later, I met a man by the name of Scott R. Tucker and my life's changed significantly since then. So there you go. Wow. Well, yeah. Thank you, Jared, uh, for sharing that. Honestly, that's the first time I heard your story and I'm so glad I asked that question. No, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, I'm not going to belabor the point, Jared, you know, spoke at it from experience that I am over a decade removed from myself. I just see it all. And so few remember that it's like man we have been you know raising our right hand following orders yes sir no sir that's not in the regulation it sounds ridiculous but just don't do it that way you know we've been in that life that we forget like yeah as soon as you take off the uniform like i was in the army you know army you know if tomorrow you're not here is the army still going to be going on yes you know so it's like oh yeah I am just one of many, but again, we raised our right hand and signed up to serve. We know what we're doing, but that doesn't mean we need to forget the liberty that we sacrifice by and that, signing and up. That we're, and that we're defending. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's ironic because we basically enter a socialist system in the military where everything's you know equal, super structured and ordered and stuff. And so when we get out, we forget that, oh, no, 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 the outside is not work like that. There, There isn't structure. It is, you know, chaos, organized chaos in a way. And, you know, for better or worse, you know, even if you're a capitalist, whatever, it's, yeah, it's all corrupt, you know. So are we going to sit there and complain about it? Or are we going to participate and be like, hey, this is, the, I was born one day. I was born into this, across this line. So therefore, here we are. So we got to complain about it and assume that everybody's going to fix it. And so make it all work out for everybody. It's like, no, sorry, humans don't work that way. Has it in all of human history? What they do do is innovate, use technology, partner up with other like-minded people and try to go out and make the best of whatever heck this existence is, right? And so I think too many veterans just never gave themselves the permission to have that epiphany that you had. I didn't have it until well after being out of the military. I didn't do 20 years though. I did, I did about you know 10 all said and done. But yeah, it's one of those things like, hey, yes, we you know, sign up to be the quiet professional. We work as a team, don't stand out, you know? So it's hard to think that, you know, this personal branding, it's like, gosh, I wish there was a better word for it because that's not really the point. It's just simply saying, own your identity, you know, choose to want to that's aspire it. to become something better than you were yesterday that's it. every day versus I'm just doing this job until hopefully I can retire and die one day. And, and again, nothing wrong with that either. Of course, you're in America. Just don't complain because you're still in America. It's so much better than so many other places in the world, different times in history, you know, to be whether in America or otherwise, to be alive in this time where you have things like this magical phone, which most people are already just, duh, you know, playing video games and stuff, versus realizing this is a power, magical tool, you know, coupled with things like LinkedIn, which even enhance it. We're talking about LinkedIn a little bit today, but, you know, obviously all the other ways of communicating, managing finances, starting businesses, whatever, it's just fascinating. And again, it's just, 
most generations, you know, let newer technologies skip them by. And so, you know, I don't want to be the guy in the generation was like, oh man, missed out on all the cool stuff. It's like, no, geez, holy cow. I never ever thought of starting a business once in my life, you know, just five years ago to have full control over my time, how much money I want to make, how I want to serve people, what I can create out of thin air, whether ideas are written or whatever. Never would have contemplated that. I just thought I was going to, I was a soldier officer in the army. I'm supposed to get a job and just, you know, be okay with whatever. And so now it's unlimited. And and that's all because, you know, if it wasn't for being alive in this time in the internet, having YouTube videos to stumble into, which kind of taught me these things and podcasts, it just wouldn't have happened. You know, I just would have, you know, followed the standard path coming from, you know, what my parents and grandparents did. And so, you know, that's where I think more people are dabbling into this space. It's very messy. There's a lot of charlatans as there are in any space, you know, that's what we forget when we're just mad at something. And so, you know, people are using the internet and the media to kind of let their lives be controlled for them right now. And for those of us who just want to use it to take back control, it's impossible for anybody to get in your way because now it's all on you because right. it's, it's unlimited access to education, resources, opportunities, people, you know, money. They're literally printing it out of thin air. <laughs> so it's yep. there. Like nobody's going to miss it if you go get it for yourself. So Scott, I'm glad you talked about the innovation part there and inside DOD, you know, there's lots of talk about all that, but whenever you really start trying to, to do innovative things, the system will just crush you, right? It'll restrict you for getting outside of that box and trying to do things differently. And a lot of people don't want a chance there. They want to risk their promotion opportunity in order to do that. Me being in a very unique situation, having realized this early before my separation and most likely not going a day beyond 20, because there's other things in life I want to do. It's a good opportunity to try to spread that word and get people back their identities. Because I think we let a rank take over our identity early on in the service. And, and it's real hard to let that go when that transition period starts and ends. Again, I, I advocate that everybody's in transition, you know, the moment they put on the rank. And then that transition will turn into a battle before they know it. But having taken this journey over the last almost two years, I mean, it's been almost a 24-month transformation for me to come full circle. And I don't know what's left. I don't know what I'm going to be like in two months well, or two years. I mean, one thing to think about, as you mentioned, like, hey, when we have these identities and stuff, it's like one thing that's also a shocker for veterans entering the civilian workforce and a lot of times they just ignore this by only staying in our little pockets but to recognize oh there is a structure and order and expectations of society how you are supposed to act what type of thing you're supposed to do how you're you know what you're supposed to say what type of career you're supposed to have what everything means like it's way more nuanced in a lot of ways the military structure is quite nice it's i mean there is a gosh in, in this day and age it's, there is a black and white you know for lack of a better term but you know that doesn't exist in the civilian world and it makes everything seem extremely unfair on a whole level of variables and to recognize that yeah it's just going to be that way <laughs> and so you know don't fight it Use it. It's it's really yeah. It's it's use it for good. Hopefully, because you could definitely use it for bad. Plenty of people doing that. 
Fair point. Use and I, and that's sure. where I feel most of the influencers in our space are in our country, whether it's people narcissistic enough to actually want to run for office and, it's, and think that they're going to make change or whatever. You know, most times that's not the case. And then business people who are really in it for the money and you know, that's dangerous as well because then the money influences the politics and it's just not going to be fair. But there is opportunity to sneak in there with your own little thing, break away from the system in a lot of different ways so that you don't have to, you know, fall into that trap of being under society's, you know, expectations of how you're supposed to live your life. And so, you know, that's our goal, you know, as a family at US Vet Wealth. But ultimately what I'm getting at is, you know, more veterans need to be, you know, I'm begging more veterans to change their mindsets, to join us in this approach, simply because I feel if we don't, if we have all these veterans still, you know, our best and brightest kind of being shuffled into the corporate world, we're missing that potential, you know, leadership influence, wealth building potential that should be going out into our economy right now, where right now specifically, we need that type of experience and leadership. Yet the fear around transition is such that, yeah, I want to go get the safe job. I just, you know, there's a cadet, I just saw a West Point grad that just graduated that wanted to go travel the world, but just took a big job with one of those contracting companies. And I was like, you know, the mention was that the plan was in, of course, in a few years, I'll quit and go do what I want to do. It's and, like I, and they're not they're not safe jobs either. Right. There's nothing saying that corporation has to keep you on. And I'm trying to do the same thing through my kind of my new program, the, the Commission Officer's Guide. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's about getting people to wake up, getting officers to wake up much earlier in their careers, take care of them while they're in the service and prepare them for that inevitable transition. And then so, none of that, take care of their people as they go. Here's what you can expect on the next episode. So you just explained what it is, a very brief version of it. And I encourage people to go check it out in more detail. I know we've talked about this, but specifically, what have you been doing to leverage LinkedIn or other platforms to find your audience? Because I think you discovered something interesting, and this is part of the process. Thanks for listening to Wealth and Liberty and choosing to learn how to live an autonomous life. Please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with a friend who you know needs to hear this message. Remember to subscribe at wealthandliberty.us and connect with me, Scott R. Tucker, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.